It is time once again for the Fat Guys Compendium, the podcast where we talk about all things fat and juicy in life. Now, here are your hosts, Craig and Alex. Have fun. All right. Welcome to another episode of Fat Guys Compendium of Life podcast. I'm Alex. I'm Craig. And uh, and I'm hungry. Oh, I'm always hungry. That's the problem. I'm trying to work on that. Uh, not that successful. <laughs> <laughs> I find, though, that I have better success when I do workouts. The problem is getting to the workout. I enjoy my workouts. I get really intense with them. It's just the problem is getting to those bastards. So today we're going to talk about your summer body. Okay, we all have a body and it's summer. So it's our summer body. See, it works. (laughs) All right. So it's just as a disclaimer. I mean, this is not a a fat pride thing this is not a fat shaming thing this is just coming as you are you got what you got so you better love it and if you don't love it do something about it there's no sense complaining about it basically you just come as you are you gotta learn first and foremost to love whatever is between the two eyeballs on your head and that's your brain and uh and then you gotta learn to love everything below it yeah Unless you got that one weird little toe that sticks out to the side, then get that fixed. Well, you still got to love that, too. You could just be the uh, sixth-toed man like in uh, Princess Bride, except he had six fingers. Mm. Just got six toes. Just love your mutant ability. You You may not be able to jump, but you can sure be unique. (laughs) (laughs) That's all that matters. (laughs) All right. So... I don't know if I shared this in any of the previous two episodes, but this is something that I, and I think a lot of us struggle with a lot, Um, especially if you are heavier, you know, growing up, you see all this bullshit on TV about, you know, oh, you got to be skinny. You got to be, to be healthy, you got to be skinny. Well, there's a lot of people who get really unhealthy just to be skinny. And go through all those problems that create problems later when if they were just, you know, had a hamburger and, you know, took a walk down the street, you'd be just fine. And this is something that I think about and having a daughter, you know, just being okay with your body. Granted, I hate my kids. They're all skinnier than I ever was at their age. My son's feet are as big as mine was when I was his age, but that's about it. I can use my son as a baseball bat. He's that skinny. He's as tough as a baseball bat, too. His head is, at least. <laughs> Being okay with what you are, who you are, is... Well, hell, that's the biggest part of our whole channel, is, you know, being okay with who you are and having fun with it. And I kind of mentioned it, uh, in a previous episode, too, like, my mentality, like, everybody, at least culture now these days roughly, or at least when I was growing up, you know, everybody was big in Hawaii. 
and that's just in part of what diet's been introduced to us over the last how many years and whatnot just being big was just it it, it is what it is you know what i mean yeah and so for me it's really only kind of been within the last couple of years well not necessarily the last couple of years but it's been within the last maybe five years or so i've tried to be more conscious about not even what i look like because i don't really care at the end of the day i mean I used to have flowing locks of hair. Now I'm all bald. <laughs> I got this beard to compensate for the lack of what I miss upstairs. <laughs> but it, for me, it's not even about what I look like as much as it is just trying to be around long enough to raise my kids right, you know? For and not sure. just that, but also setting a good example for them. And you know we 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 tease each other all the time because again growing up in hawaii we just tease each other all the time about stuff you know everybody teases everybody everybody you know whatever but at the same time it's like i want my kids to be comfortable with who they are if they're fat they're skinny if they're in between you know it doesn't matter they just gotta like i said it all starts up here what's going on between your eyes that big fat organ just being learning to be comfortable with yourself you know for and sure so in this in this journey of life i mean we just gotta we just gotta take it with what it is and if there's mean comments you know then you just gotta flip it the one the one thing i learned i love about my my son kind of in a side tangent my son although he's very skinny i still love him he's one of those kind of kids who who takes he just kind of takes everything as it is you know and even when people are trying to laugh at him, he just flips it so that people aren't laughing at him, but laughing with him. I don't know how he does it, but really, it's just, it's really about his mentality, you know? And um, for me, that's what it comes down to. It comes down to your mentality and how you view your life. And if you're going to view yourself, you know, as a victim of something, that stuff will start to seep in. If you start to view yourself as being strong and confident, no matter who you are, what you look like, where you come from, whatever, that stuff will start to seep in too. And I think that'll be infectious enough that people will take to that. And then it won't even matter at some point. You know, I'll, I'll tell you another funny story. Back when I was younger, I always used to pride myself on the fact that I was part black and part Samoan, in part because The Rock made it famous. You know, <laughs> not going to lie. I loved it. And then uh, I was living in Philly at the time. And there were some kids like, yo, yo, you look like Rikishi. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, I no, I, I look like the rock. No, man, you look like Rikishi, bro. And I was like, it took a minute. It, it hurt my pride at, for a second. But then I was like, I'll own that, yeah. How about I uh, squish your face between my two butts? You can see how you like it there, buddy. <laughs> no, so for, for me, you know, I was I was just always a big guy. Um, I don't know, after I met my uh, first uh, sweet potato pie, it was all over. <laughs> so I was about age six. <laughs> Damn sweet potato pies. At age six, I... Killed my first sweet potato pie by myself, a whole nine-incher. 
Uh, so that's a plotable. <laughs> yeah, it was when I started so, on the second one. Clap. My mom got mad. <laughs> but you know, I, I was a I was a sensitive kid. I mean, I've always been kind of the the sensitive guy in all of my groups that I've been in. Um, I'm a mama's boy. You know, the last thing I want to do is fight. When I do, it's dangerous uh, for me and them. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it took probably until I want to say eighth grade. I had this friend that kept telling me, you know, one thing, fake it until you make it. And two, that I should get up every morning and call myself a sexy beast in the mirror at least five times. And it took a while, and then, but eventually I ended up, you know, really believing it. And, you know, it helped boost my self-confidence. Um... And then I started to actually learn about, you know, Samoans and everything. And then I'm like, I just need to go move to Samoa because so I can be with my people. <laughs> so, I I yeah. legit the first time I met you, I thought you were a straight up Samoan. We talked on the phone, but I didn't meet you in person. And then I saw you walking down the hall when you guys came to my my daughter's first uh, first birthday party thing, and I was like, oh lord. Blessed me with another Samoan. <laughs> oh, come on. You would stalk every Samoan you found. Hell yeah. Uh, you're the best at hiding towards being as big as they are. You're not as bad as Gina, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> Love Gina to death. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> if you're within 100 miles in Polynesian, she'll try to find you. <laughs> Actually, I think she was there too at that first birthday party. If I'm not, no, she she came for one. She came for one of our parties. Maybe it was the luau that we. Yeah, did. she was at the luau. Okay. See, the thing is, is that, I've that known... might have been that might have been the first time I met her too. Yeah. I think. Yeah. No. Uh, I've known, like I like I said, I've known Gina for decades, <laughs> <laughs> and we have this like my first like real Polynesian family is hers too. Except, you know, they lived really close to each other and I was like kind of on the other, I was on the other side of the tracks. So I didn't make it up there very often. Um, but yeah, no, the Keiko Olanis are, are my, especially Chuck's half of the Keiko Olanis are, are my first Polynesian family. I have a little, I have an older sister who's little. And when I say little, she's probably maybe about four or five, four, four. And she's mean. But the thing is, is she's an only child. <laughs> Her dad is like 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, <laughs> and since I'm 6'2", every time she'd like tell somebody, she, they'd be like, I thought you were an only child. No, this is my little brother. It's like, really? You've seen my dad. Okay, it makes sense. And then they move on. <laughs> oh, look, I'm Hawaiian now. Great. Yeah. <laughs> So it gave me a reason to go sit in Claire's at the mall when she worked there and look at cute girls. It had its benefits. 
I'd hold their hand while they were getting their ears pierced. You ever see want to see some videos of some polys that um, that full on are strong and who they are? They don't care what they look like. Go on YouTube, look up videos with Polyfest out of New Zealand, or just any old, you know, Polynesian group dance video, and you'll see not all, but some some chunky. <laughs> up there just doing their thing and they don't even give a damn. Bellies flapping, titties flying, the whole nine. And it's funny too, cause like, I've never been the most shapely of dudes, but um, there's nothing like dancing in front of hundreds and at even one time thousands of people letting the world see all your titties and your belly to really just give that, give your ass a boost of confidence. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like it all oiled up and everything. Fake it until you make it. <laughs> That's a rush, man. It is a rush. Uh, I mean, heck, I was one of those guys when I played football that, you know, the bottom of my stomach would hang out my jersey. Partially, it was the fault of the coach because about four hours before the game, he'd take us all to like hometown buffet. <laughs> so, needless to say, right before we got all strapped in and everything tightened up, we're all like lined up for the toilet to take a shit before we go out. Because that's the last thing you want to have happen is you get hit hard and you know, you got this huge brown. <laughs> mark on the back of your pants and well it's not muddy outside you can't hide it <laughs> speaking of hometown buffet <laughs> when i was in junior college um our, our offensive line coach told all of us told the line offensive linemen and the running backs if you guys do hit certain markers you know on this next game um, I'll take you guys out to buffet. So all of us, we backed each other up, you know. I think we won that particular game and then coach took us out the following Monday to hometown buffet. And it was funny because I think there was what, 11 linemen and three backs. We all walked in and I just remember the stewardess was looking down, checking in a couple old folks and then she looked up, she looked up and she saw us and she's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> and then she walked away and then came back because they immediately started setting up the tables and we had like maybe two rows of tables and then we had to have enough space you know in between each person you know and, and in perfect fashion I always start with dessert because I want to make sure that I get that in <laughs> a little fat person but you know see we always called and gave them a heads up but it's so much better to just see the shock in their face. It well, makes it all the, the The high school I went to, it was funny, is like their lines had been fairly small. Mm. I mean, our nose guard weighed 185 mm. on defense. So our line was fairly, our defensive line was fairly small. Mm. Except when they have, would, like, normally James and I, my friend James and I, we played both ways. So we, we put some beef on the line. Mm 
Uh-huh. Our, our O-line still wasn't as big as when I changed high schools. But that was mostly one guy they called the freak. He was like 480 pounds, couldn't run worth Lord. a lick. But he just sit there. He didn't have to. <laughs> Who's going to run through that? No, they... they so out of the two linemen that had names, there was a freak and then there was me once I got there. They called me the oddity. Because one, I was one of the very few people who could move him. <laughs> and then my coach pissed me off and I flipped a five-man sled by myself. I forget what he said, but it just hit a wrong nerve. <laughs> just whoop. <laughs> what? Yeah, see, using that word at that school, I mean, there's maybe four white guys on our whole football team at that school. <laughs> and I think one of them was the equipment manager. Backup quarterback, oh. equipment manager, tomato, tomato. <laughs> No, it was Let's get into a, a, a good topic about um I wanted to jump into this earlier, but we went so far off the track and we started talking about hometown. <laughs> <laughs> we can do a whole episode on buffets. <laughs> Chinese buffets, breakfast buffets, dessert buffets. I feel like for the fat force gum. <laughs> Actually, speaking of a phase. <laughs> <laughs> actually this doesn't have to do with anything with that uh eating or anything it was just something that popped in my head when my when my grandfather died back in 95 and we all went to hometown buffet for the after after dinner party after party food i don't know i don't know what you call it but uh my grandmother's brother gets up and starts speaking loudly to everybody that was there. But it was like a congratulatory speech. <laughs> it was all in Samoan. Or, you know, just thanking everybody for coming out and yeah. hospitality and stuff. But he's doing it in this room full of other holy people. Who weren't there. Non-Samoans. And just the tone that he was talking, you know. I mean, it really sounded like, if you didn't know... It sounded like he was just scolding everybody, yelling at everybody, <laughs> but he was like being thankful. And it was just really funny because me and my cousins were just sitting in the corner, piling up our plates, just laughing our heads off at all the people that were getting scared. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bunch of angry brown people over there in the corner. <laughs> Anyways, the topic that I wanted to talk about, even though I took us off track there for a second, was the illustrious... Since we're talking about uh, owning your stuff, the illustrious dad bod. Uh, I think that's a nice term for saying portly, fat belly person. Not so little around the middle. (laughs) But I appreciate it because it's just funny because I've had many debates with my wife and my daughter (laughs) about... uh, you know, losing the belly, and they both argue against it, saying that they need something to sleep on. I'm like, well, 
we've bought you some damn pillows. Why don't you use them? And my daughter's always like, no, dad, don't be stupid. (laughs) (laughs) That's what the guinea pigs are for now. They're soft and fluffy. No, they they take advantage of the dad bod too. (laughs) In fact, I woke up one day and I had them both sleeping on my (laughs) bed. I wake up to these fat little turds sleeping on my belly. And the guinea pigs. That's that's not disturbing. (laughs) No, that that was the the guinea pigs. Oh, I thought they left you some some presents while they were there. (laughs) They did actively. I mean, that's what guinea pigs do. (laughs) Especially the one she uh, stress eats her own shit. Yeah, go figure, right? I don't don't understand it. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a guinea pig (laughs) psychologist. But she sits there and squeals. And then she tucks her head, eats her crap comes back up, tucks her head, eats her crap, and she just keeps going and going and going and going. <laughs> Apparently, she didn't do it too much this time. She eventually saw that I was uh, knocked out and not trying to eat her. <laughs> so. <laughs> no. <laughs> so there, were, there weren't as many turds, but it was just two fat turds making mini turds on my belly. Yeah, you're a better man than I am because those guinea pigs would have grown wings. chicken wings <laughs> no no well i guess it may may look like chicken wings after they hit the wall but <laughs> <laughs> no the wife's dog likes my stomach the wife's dog will come and just the dog has two beds in the house one under her desk and one in our room and will still sleep on my stomach for some reason, it's just a preferred sleeping device by everybody, you know, consecutively, uh, consistently. Don't whatever. get it. I overheat. I don't like a lot of, heat, uh, you know, bodies on me. <laughs> I mean, that was that was a rough part about, you know, having babies. You know, all they want to do is just lay on you. Yep. I'm sitting there sweating. And then, you know, we move to a warmer climate where now all I do is sweat. It's my, like, second job. I sweat. I keep my house a cool, or maybe not a cool, but a consistent 72 degrees year round. And in the summertime, 72 degrees in the house is like ice cold everywhere else. And so the kids are always depending on my body heat activate to, to warm them up. And I'm like, go run a lap, fool. Go do some jumping jacks, <laughs> do some push ups. You gotta learn to make your own body heat activate. I'm not going to be around forever. (laughs) (laughs) No, I can just see me right now because, I mean, I grew up in Ohio. I grew up, you know, where I sweat when it's two degrees outside and I'm just walking down the street. You know, I can be wearing just a hoodie and it's two degrees outside and I'm still sweating. (laughs) I got the steam coming off my head and everything. I don't know what's up with my body temperature. It's always been that way. I just swear it's the sweet potato pie trying to get out. What's his revenge from like back when you were six? I re up the, the the argument every every Thanksgiving. <laughs> I love me some sweet potato pie. Hell, 
bean pie, butter pie. I like pie. I appreciate a good pie. Chocolate jalapeno pie. That's my jam. Uh, no, that I, is my jam. I, I if, you, if anybody gets a chance to go try Ted's Bakery uh, pies in Hawaii, I recommend their chocolate jalapeno pie. By far. I went and got some uh, like pie crust. Mm-hmm. And I was going to try to find a recipe for uh, pie fala and make some hand pies. Oh, I can show you how to do that. Shit, <laughs> <look> <laughs> I've perfected my pie fala like I've perfected my version of the chocolate halpia pie. <laughs> Don't trust any of those those fakers online. I will teach you the truth. <laughs> yeah, that That's an argument for another day. <laughs> <laughs> In my mind, there's no argument. My pies. Oh, I'm, I'm talking trusting the people online. That's oh. an argument for another day. No. Nobody knows. Everybody overcomplicates. I mean, food, simple. Simple is best. It doesn't need a whole lot of bullshit to make it. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Fat guy ranting. <laughs> Back to the topic. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, who said we had to have a topic? Anyways. If you got a dad bod or a whatever bod, I won't go out there and call a bomb bod. I'm not going to even go to there. You got one? You said it, I didn't. If you got one, you earned it. That's called Alex at Fat Guys Media Group. (laughs) 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 Let him know how you feel about that. I call a space bait, but <laughs> hey, <laughs> all I'm saying is if you got one, love it, you've earned it. And Stretch march or battle scars, amen. Battle of the French fries and hamburgers. <laughs> Many fell, but I survived. <laughs> but if you got it, flown it love it you've only got one life it is what it is and you is what you is so wiggle it jiggle it and enjoy it you know just gotta find your happy spot yep and that can only be defined by what you define it as and not what anybody else could say it is not what i say it is not what craig says not what anybody else your happy space your happy spot is whatever it is you make it if you're not satisfied, do something about it. Find another are, one. You know, and if you are, still do something about it. Go treat yourself. You know, go, I w- go, go eat a pie. <laughs> I was all excited. I went to the doctor's the other day. She goes, hey, you lost 11 pounds. I'm like, sweet. Your blood pressure is great. Awesome. <laughs> She's like, see you in six months instead of three weeks. Yay. <laughs> well, it's been three months, but still... Longer time not having to see her. That's nice. And all I did was just kind of find my happy spot and start getting outside more. You know, walking the dogs does amazing things. Putting the kids on a leash and walking them does amazing things, but don't get caught. <laughs> you know what? There's even there's even videos and things online. So uh when I first started 
trying to get myself more healthy and whatnot. Um, and by more healthy, I mean dropping some body weight, you know. Um, and one of my knees has been jacked up forever, or at least since last summer when I helped you move. That's you not were because a problem I with you. your knees before that. Your ass couldn't even walk up the hills when you were up in Mansfield. I did. I ran. I sprinted, and then I popped one of my muscles in my calves. That's why I couldn't do that. <laughs> You're always broken. <laughs> Blaming me moving. Sound like hey, your I wife. said it was already jacked up before. <laughs> Sound like your wife. Hey, you can't complain because I packed most of your house no, by myself. No, I, I can't complain. I'm not. I'm complaining about you Just complaining. Saying. <laughs> I'm not complaining about the, the right. Help. I have earned the right to complain about complaining. <laughs> but anyways, I found this little YouTube video of this uh, lady who does a bunch of exercises of just walking in place. So every morning I'd wake up and I'd do these crazy walk in place exercises in between like my weightlifting and my other workouts and things to kind of save my knee. You know, I found a way around my current situation so that I can be more active, you know, because yeah. uh, I just needed to do it, you know, so, and that put me in my happy spot, even though I hate doing it. <laughs> no, nobody can, you can't argue with, you know, you do feel better. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't beat yourself up over, you know, not doing it. You know, I find, I find for me, it's just finding those little times when you can. I mean, our lives these days are more busy than they ever have been. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes you can say, you know, outside of the pandemic times is that some, a lot of times our lives are busy with things that you don't need to be busy with. But... You know, finding those little places to do it. You know, I play video games sometimes standing up. Okay. I mean, you know, I have competitions with my kids now on trying to do push-ups. Uh, you know, taking the dogs for walks, you know, doing yard work. If you don't have a yard, find a friend with one. I'm sure they'll appreciate the help. Or call Alex. He'll let you come over and do his yard work because he doesn't want to. Yep. <laughs> I don't. I don't even want a yard. But yeah, no, I mean, it's simple. But the the whole thing is you got to love what God gave you. You know, the knowledge of knowing that you are special because that's the way he made you is one of the things that helps me feel better about myself and to know that even though it may not feel like it there's somebody out there who loves you for who you are you know heck i even suckered somebody into marrying me so i mean obviously i'm lovable on most days she says so yeah, don't be hard on yourself. Enjoy the summer. You know, if you want to wear, you know, if you want to, you know, 
have your man boobs flopping out there as you're and you want to go for a jog go right ahead but at least do one thing and oil them suckers up and then do a nice slap dance as you're running down the street. <laughs> well, go do a, uh, go I'd do be a doing a slap party while you're running down the street with your boobies hanging out. I, I'd be I'd be doing my own slap dance without using my hands or anything. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> inappropriate. <laughs> hey, the man boobs move. They move. They have a mind of their own. all right we're recording the end again yep all right cool 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 all right now we got some editing to do (laughs) (laughs) so right in the middle of that amazing ending as craig was sharing stuff and spirituality and confidence was boosting my computer died and everything just went black and I just about damn near jumped out my seat. Exercise. <laughs> I already got plenty today. I didn't need that. I didn't need that extra. <laughs> All right, everybody. So to wrap everything up in a nice, neat little pie shell is, you know, just understand who you are love yourself for who you are and everybody else who doesn't really and truly that's sometimes how you have to feel if somebody doesn't want to treat you with respect so as long as you respect yourself that's all that matters all right so we hope Everybody you've enjoyed this episode. If you well, before we hop off here, if you like what you're listening to, go ahead, you know, on your what podcast player of choice, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. Um, so you can listen to all the new and crazy and weirdness that you know we can come up with at on any given time. I'm sure hopefully we won't disappoint and thank you again for listening to us. Screw you guys. I'm gonna be home screwed. <laughs>